Welcome to Unnatural 20s, a podcast where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rules of a D20. My name is Books, and I will be your DM for this episode. That means I'll be the one rolling the dice to see just where this adventure goes. And I am here to announce that it is the time of the year where the seasons move quickly, and we are yet in another season. That's right. No longer Scorpio season, no longer turkey season. We're just flying by, forgetting all the past seasons and moving forward because it is officially Hallmark Christmas movie season. That's it. That is, this is the time of the year. Yes. Okay. It is. And when you said Scorpio season was gone, I was like, first of all, incorrect. It's always here. But Scorpio season does take a break for Hallmark season. We will allow. It's, it has to happen. There can only be one ruler of this season, and it is Hallmark Christmas movies, um, which means it's time for us to slay oh. those bells and shingle our little hearts out. <laughs> Woo! And who will merrily join this Hallmark Christmas movie adventure with me filled with hot cocoa, thick sweaters, coordinating scarves, and more wreaths than any house could ever need? My two co-hosts, of course. First, we have the one who, if we lived in a Hallmark Christmas movie, would be decorating every inch of the town to the nines, though the streamers would be tragically hung. It is... Hi, I'm really bad at decorating. It's me, Caitlin, <laughs> but I'm here to slay in a different type of way. It's however I can actually manage to put things up. And then that's how it's going to look good. I thought you were going to sl- murder, like your oh, slay was oh, legit no, like, murdering. I'm, no, like murder. I no. feel like you're you're setting yourself a little bit like down though, because oh. you're good at decorating. It's just streamers seem to be your weakness. Like all your <laughs> other decor, signs, everything else, your vision very good. Streamers, not your strength. I have an interesting vision and streamers are my downfall. I would have to say like if I were to have an enemy, it would be streamers. It they're, would be streamers. They're very hard to manage and deal with. I would have to say like their their list of requirements, I don't got them. <laughs> I wish I would have taken a picture of the streamers you put up on my door. I have a picture of it. It's very good. It is. It's- it looks... Like, if you picture a deserted island that has been there for 15 years after a party, like, that was Mm -hmm. the vibe I was getting with this, and I loved it. And I spent about 30 minutes, 45 (laughs) minutes, trying to make it look good, and it just kept getting worse. You know what? It's okay. It's all right. It was the it was the attempt. Uh, that other voice you hear is someone who would definitely find the crazy but somehow plausible solution to saving the family business through a dance battle in town in our Christmas Hallmark film. Yeah, of course. How, what do you mean crazy and wild? That's like next step. Hi, my name is Cassie. I didn't and even whenever, say my name. Whenever I'm Caitlin. <laughs> Caitlin sucks at streamers. <laughs> Cassie's here to save the day. This is all you need to know. <laughs> um, whenever the town is in trouble, it's a dance battle, a dance competition that's going to save it. I don't care what the issue is. I I think this is why uh like at work i'm never invited to like the big board meetings because they're like our revenue's down i'm like dance competition and they're like get the fuck out and then they're gonna, like <laughs> step up bitch. <laughs> i'm like looks like somebody's gonna throw out Scared? a hip if they try to crump get out of here <laughs> someone doesn't want to enter the dance floor and then they kick you out still and you're like step ups in the streets too <laughs> <laughs> i hate from outside the club i don't care <laughs> oh that's beautiful i love seeing a peek into cassie's work life it's just always a it's just such a gem um you really are you are what every business needs whether they know it or not (laughs) um now hallmark christmas movies are stable for most people during the season i don't really know anybody who refuses to turn them on at all they represent the christmas season enjoy and keep us believing that we can marry royalty if we choose so um but 
their downfall can often be the predictability, right? You know, many avoid watching every single movie because you can always tell what's going to happen exactly down to how it's going to happen. Every last detail. I was watching one the other day and I was like, Oh, horseback. It was five minutes into the movie. And I was like, he's going to go after her on horseback. Like you can already tell <laughs> what the end. You can get it down like. to horseback. Horseback was what I predicted. Horseback was what happened. Wow. wow. They That's just impressive. spent a little bit too long of a conversation on how he loved horses and mm, like you know it. you're right it just, okay it set it up yeah so for today's episode we are going to create our own hallmark christmas movie with some unnatural 20s chaos of course because that's just what the season calls for christmas magic christmas joy christmas miracles but unpredictability we need some chaos fun. in here <laughs> to <laughs> make this christmas movie something no one will see coming Throughout today's episode, as we journal through our normal list of 20 talking points, we will also build our movie. And Cassie and Caitlin will earn experience points when they do great things, especially with this film. And damage when they take it in a direction that I don't think is leading to Christmas magic and joy. I know it's a lot of pressure. I know that like this is probably the most serious thing going on in everybody's lives right now, I can imagine. Mm -hmm. So uh, to take off some of that pressure, I feel like we should start with a little freebie, a chance to admit what we've messed up, our fails from the week without the risk of damage. So how'd you fail? This, okay, this is a... Uh, everyone knows that we weren't here last week so number one biggest fail sorry <laughs> sorry sorry life life got sorry. a bit fucking wild so this sorry. fail section is about to be a little wild because I, we did I have that to we did listen we did have time to to go but guys we did have time to brunch we should have time to film or make an episode listen okay the brunch was for the fam the fam has to meet up for brunch okay it's and true. if i could have brought out a recording equipment at this brunch <laughs> spot i would have but I couldn't. So listeners, I'm sorry. I needed my French toast and you need to understand that. It was also a very quick brunch because it was brunch and then get back to work. And then it it was right back to It was work before brunch, brunch, and then go back to work. Um, But okay. So number one success. I think that falls on all of us. Number two success. Fail, um, fail. Fail. (laughs) Darn it, guys. I didn't try to turn it around. It's not going to be that easy. Okay, I broke did two things. Two you big broke things. did two things? Two big oh, things, no. guys. Okay. Well, uh, technically three big things. <laughs> um, okay, number w- number one and two, I broke both my lightsabers. You broke both of them? I broke both of them. I, I don't believe they're beyond repair, but I brought them out to show my coworker who had been so excited to see them. I had just played with them to drop them. I dropped them, and then I picked them back up, and I was like, here, play with it. Turned it on, and it was like, it uh wouldn't light up i i played with it a little bit in order to get it to like flash a little bit but uh i broke it in both of my lightsabers not both the sabers uh another thing that i broke to did is my engagement ring oh yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah i did uh try to grab nelson our little boy as he was running outside and the door did slam on the gemstone Mm. that was at the top of my ring and Mm -hmm, did mm -hmm. split it from the ring itself Mm -hmm. but don't worry ring insurance is in place so that is being sent back to the jeweler to be replaced um at least that one has insurance yeah you know that one 
The Saber, uh, honestly, between the two, the Saber's the most sad. The Saber doesn't have insurance. This one is just to yeah. send away to go get fixed. Yeah, the Sabres don't have insurance, but there is a lot of online things on how to fix them because they're both very common ones, luckily. Okay. So I have confidence that they will be fixed and back in action soon. But I was um, bragging that they were battle ready and we could fight with them in the streets. <laughs> and so then I pulled them out and she's like, I thought you said they were battle ready. She's like, they're not even turning on. I was like, mm-hmm. dang, she went for oh. it. She went for your whole life. On I was that. like, I'm sorry, I broke them. Um, Side question. Yeah. Not to make you feel worse. Yeah. How long did that ring survive? Because I did have a bet going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. July. July. I broke it on Thanksgiving Day, by the way. July. August, September, uh, October, November. Four months. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It didn't wow. even last. I told the people that it lasted six months. It was four. God damn it. Uh, I'm having him reset it differently so it doesn't break again. Yeah. That's uh, probably a good thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, two more. Uh, one more success. One more Fail. success. Okay. Fail. Fail. <laughs> ah! that, okay. That counts as one. My last <laughs> fail is uh, I got locked inside of Disneyland. Oh, yeah. Cassie and I actually both got locked inside of Disneyland. We had to have security called because we were at the gates and we could not get out. They did tell us to live inside of Disneyland. And that is not a joke. They did say that. <laughs> Honestly, would have, except would've. it was a little cold and I did want to leave. Yeah, I did, yeah. I did very I, much so want to be to bed. At that point, I had been there for 22 hours and I was done. So I needed out of there, actually. I needed out. We'll get to that later, but did get lo- yeah. locked in Disneyland, did have to call security, did get questioned a lot. It was confusing, uh, but then we got it. We did it. We did get out. We're here. We're here. We made it out. Of Disney- that's why we didn't. We weren't able to record last week because we got locked in Disneyland. That's why. That's, that's why. That's, that's it. Uh, speaking of breaking things though, um, with you on this crew, because I have broken it two things as well. One is no. my computer, my good old faithful computer that has always been there with me has now died. Um, it's dead RIP. And then also to keep up the track of just breaking expensive as shit things I have had, I got cocky. I had the case off my phone for, I'm going to say like two weeks and I was going strong with this. I traveled with no case on it and I was like, you're invincible. You're unstoppable. And as of this week, I broke the back of my phone. No. It's got, it's got some little denties and a good old crack in the back. So, and honestly, I did feel bad, but then seeing the crack on it, I was like, this fits better now. This is more (laughs) you. This feels right now. Does it have a case on it now? Nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nope no it does not thank you for asking now i we know love that i have her. this ability to not only be anxious about myself but be anxious about everyone around me and now That's i'm just gonna exist knowing that your phone has no case <laughs> and it could just get boo-boos it's so long. good that you joined us to be to do a podcast with so you can just <laughs> podcast and get more anxiety from the worst people who just won't learn from their mistakes yes. <laughs> oh can i add one more fail you're allowed yeah <laughs> um, yeah so i broke another ring <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah uh if you've ever seen a picture of me i've had a star wars ring on my uh my ring hand and so i broke my engagement ring one day the following day i broke my star wars ring like it literally got bent out of proportion like it's it's stainless steel i've had this ring for so long and so i am naked on one hand because i broke both rings on my left hand can i tell you i showed mom the chat where you back-to-back days sent us broke rings yeah and um she saw the star wars going and her response was good (laughs) 
<laughs> Brandon said the same thing. He's everyone like, hated that ring. Yeah, everyone I think it was the it. fact that it was on your ring finger. Yeah, yeah. No, everyone hates, and that's kind of why I liked it even more. In the engagement photos, you can see the engagement ring and the Star Wars ring yeah. next to each other, and everyone hated that, and I loved it. <laughs> but here we you are. You know, I don't think I hated it. I feel like I, it was just very you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't I, I liked think I, it. Yeah, I really liked but, it. Um, it was actually. I can't, I, it's honestly surprising how long that ring has lasted. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. just last weekend, I witnessed you smash both your, like your whole hand in between a bench that would have definitely crushed your ring too. So yeah, yeah I'm not the most agile <laughs> or gentile. Uh, for once, I didn't break anything physical, oh, good. but my brain may be broken. Oh, um, well, that's good for no all of ours are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so my fail is just that I, I had a chaotically bad dream, which is nothing new for me, but the dream was that I fucked up at work, like really bad, just made everything absolutely terrible. And it was so realistic that I woke up and immediately started to like compose an email to do damage control. Like the first thing I did was (laughs) grab my phone and open my email and start writing like how I was going to solve this and stuff. Fortunately, as like. I was typing. Nick rolled over and was like, what are you doing? Like, go to sleep. And I was like, oh, fuck. It was a dream. It was a dream. Everyone was going to get a really weird email of me being like, I am so sorry. (laughs) That would have been so good. I have had those moments, though, to like remind me. (laughs) In case that ever does happen, you're like, I'm fucking already on damage control. (laughs) I knew about this. Give me two seconds. It's already written. It's, It's there. Yeah. So that was my fail. I got to just create a mess for myself that wasn't real i have had Um, those moments i've had to straight up ask people at work if i did do this yeah i've asked a person like did i do this and do i need to apologize to you and they were like no and i was like okay good i'll continue (laughs) on with my day awesome yeah i hate when it happens for a work situation because it's genuinely the worst Mm -hmm. It's, it's yeah and i uh i believed it was real so fortunately it wasn't Caitlin, did i ever I've ask got a apology uh, email ready at any moment you just mm-hmm. save that in your drafts uh caitlin i remember there's one day i don't know if i ended up asking you or not but there was a dream that i had that i yelled at you and i think i called you i think i just said like you're a fucking bitch and you cried mm. and then i wasn't sure if i told you or not and then I, so i think did i end up apologizing to you because uh. i realized it was a dream oh uh i don't remember later on like later on i had to like recount my day and i was like no no, I didn't make I, Caitlin cry. I didn't do that. <laughs> Caitlin cried on her own. No. no, I don't think Caitlin cried today. I don't think you did that. <laughs> Not today. Maybe tomorrow, though. <laughs> There's always the future. I don't. No, I, I. I don't think you ever told me. But I. I uh, accept your apology. Mm. Yeah, you better. Fuck a bitch. Come for me, <laughs> guys. Help. <laughs> all right on that note hopefully caitlin survives future interactions with cassie and i think we should get back into our adventure or get into our adventure we need to leave these fails behind there was a lot of them and i feel like we just need to move on all right and we rolled a seven which is going to be throwback and i want to talk about those christmas pageants christmas performances all the little christmas shows that we did as kids through our school did you guys have those what happened so i only was in one and i um everyone had to rotate to be someone from the nativity scene so you're there mm-hmm. joseph mm-hmm. mary 
or baby Jesus. So obviously, <laughs> they didn't just use a doll. Every no, time I've had one, they used a doll. Embody no. baby Jesus. There was a nativity scene where you had like, you could put your head through the hole where the nativity. That's fucking crazy. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is already starting off wild. you were actually walking around in like little sheets to make your little costumes. You just stuck your head in a hole. No, you just stuck your head in a hole. And it was like you took a picture and you had to act out like a certain thing and everyone had to do the same exact thing. So I think it was for the teachers not having to teach individual parts and we were very young. Um, Mm. But I was Mary because I was not fetal. Um, And... (laughs) And they wouldn't let me be Joseph. Um, but I was Mary. And all I remember is that they made me pose really weird and I hated it. And then I was like, Mom, can we leave now? <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> um, but were you in actual like productions books? I I was. Yeah, we did like cut songs. We did little skits. We had like what type out, of like letters that we held up and stuff. Did you have that too, Cassie? I didn't have, I had definitely like little shows and stuff we were a part of. And then of course, like concert recitals that were always like Christmas themed. I remember the first one that I was in, I briefly was in piano and I was not good at it. And we had a (laughs) recital and I just didn't learn the song and (laughs) essentially hit one key the whole time and walked off that fucking stage. Cassie, (laughs) I did the same thing with flute. (laughs) And my mom was so disappointed with all four years, four or five years of flute that I took. I didn't know how to, I knew, I knew four notes, but I didn't know how to play them properly and I couldn't respond quick enough. So I would pretend that I was playing and she, my mom played the flute and piccolo and was in the band. So she watched me and she's like, Caitlin, you didn't play at all, did you? (laughs) She's like, you weren't playing the right notes. I I wasn't blowing it all, mom. Absolutely not. I was not, mom. And then we also I could picture you as like an overdramatic kid going, (gasps) like really dramatically pretending to blow. It was just me holding this thing against my face and moving my hands and like not even my mouth. I was like, I'm bored of this now. I think that's the only music recital one. I remember that was Christmas themed. No, we did a bell one. There you was always bell oh one? Yeah, the bell ones. I fucking hate the bell ones. I definitely did a bell one. Um, I was on simple bells. I think I only had four bells in front of me. So I had I had wow. the easy gig on it. And then those were the only music ones. I, we did have a nativity scene one um, where we didn't have enough people. So I was all three wise men and we walked oh. up individually. And then when at the point where it's like the three of us are gathered, um, I just had to, they had like a little, I don't remember if it was hay or pillows and they kind of threw a sheet <laughs> over it and that stood next to me as oh I was God. one of them. And that one was probably my favorite. That is unreal. <laughs> that is unreal. That is amazing. Because, you know, the wise men don't have too much to bring. You just need an individual to walk up with the little gifts. Yeah. And then you just stand there. So they were like, we're not going to waste three kids on this. So oh. I was all three wise men. Wow. Yeah, we did We did music once. We did, I was in choir as a kid. So we did all these like a bunch of songs and stuff. And then I remember when I was in like fourth grade. 
we did little skits too and the teachers each like fourth grade teacher like picked a skit for her class and then like so many kids and i was so excited as a fourth grader because there were only like five people in our skit and i got like picked as one until i realized that like my teacher was just roasting me because our skit was like (laughs) a family at a dinner table expressing like what they wanted for christmas and i just played the selfish kid who wouldn't stop looking in her mirror and being like i want makeup and toy like just the spoiled kid Mm. who like wouldn't chill and then like had to learn a hard life all I remember is I like lost everything and like had to learn to be grateful for my family <laughs> it was oh, like wow. for Christmas so your teacher gave McKenna you- was a little devastated <laughs> <laughs> your teacher gave you that role was like maybe she will learn something from this <laughs> maybe I- this spoiled little bitch will uh, grow up a little <laughs> I fucking hate this bitch so <laughs> let me give her this role <laughs> wow I think I think you guys probably had more Christmas performances than I did because I went to private school. Mm-hmm. Um, and in public school, you had to be of a certain grade in order to be in like the actual productions. Yeah, and yeah. Otherwise, you'd be switched out as Mary, yeah. <laughs> Mary and <laughs> Joseph and Baby. I don't really baby. remember when I went to public school if we did like Christmas performances. I just remember them from private school. But yeah. Yeah, we and then I, I mean, we did Christmas performances all the way up until I was a senior in high school. So oh wow, ended. Yeah, I remember. I feel like there's always the people like I don't know if it's just a talent show and then they use it as an excuse to do to do the Mean Girls Santa Claus thing, <laughs> but I do for some reason have a vague memory of like a Mean Girls like choreography thing going on, and I don't know if it's another school's like talent show I went to or something, but I just remember being like. We're going to do this? We're doing Wait, this? Did you, did, was this when we went to school together? Yeah. I don't remember this. So it had to be somebody. And maybe it was like, it was one of our friends that I went to or something. But I just remember everyone who was really excited. I feel like that would have got shut down at our school really fast. Mm-hmm. Like really, really quickly. They would have just turned off the music. That happens during the performance though. Then they go acapella. There's no stopping yeah. them. You know, they right, know how right. to recover. They have prepared. <laughs> and they brought a boombox to kick at the principal's face. Yes. Honestly, if that happened, that would be pretty fucking cool. Honestly. Down. Yeah. You know? Oh, you know what? Well, In high school, we did do Christmas performances, but it was all cheer. So it wasn't mm. like actually Christmas. So. <laughs> I don't think we, we should... ever did find some for cheer. We just we did, did backflips theater, and shit. though. We had a tuck line, and that's because they required us to do, be part of it, and our coach got mad. So she's like, you're going to do a tuck line, and you're going to keep going until they tell you to stop. So, oh, shit. Yeah, Jesus. or until someone falls. But some girls ate shit, and that, was, that made the Christmas party good, right? That made it, yeah. that makes it fun. That made it Very good, right? entertaining. Well, we, did, we did plays. We did Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown, I think, in high school. Yeah, that's the one I was going to... I remember you did that one. That one was actually pretty good for our school. That one was for pretty good. For our school? You know, low standards, but we did it. We did another one, but I don't remember what it was called. I just remember there was like the line Shazam a lot. Shazam. <laughs> was it Shazam? <laughs> was that Levi? I it- wish it was Shazam. <laughs> no. It's always awkward, though, when you're like 18 years old and you're supposed to play like a nine-year-old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was I, that's what I remember from that role. I just remember being like, I'm a little too old for this. And uh, it, it feels weird. All right. Now that we've shared our throwbacks, our Christmas memories um, from those performances, which I'm sure our parents cherished and loved and just made the best memories of, um, as they should have, because we were just so, so talented. Uh, <laughs> let's get into our Hallmark Christmas movie making. So I need uh, one of you to roll a D4 so we could discover what the name of our movie is going to be. We're going to build backwards. I rolled a two. This is Caitlin. 
Oh, all right. So this movie is going to be called Pining After You. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. It's all in the wood. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. 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 Get that one. All right. Get that Cassie, wood. can you roll another D4? Of course. I rolled a three. Three. All right. And the name of our town is called Hollyland. Hollyland? Hollyland. Hollyland. Like it. Where the best mm-hmm. wood grows. I like yeah. it. I'm into this. All right. So now I need a little bit of uh, creativity from you. Um, we know that this is called Pining After You. We know that the town is called Hollyland. Um, but what's the like environment of this town? Is it big city life? Is it small town? Is it desert? Is it ocean seaside? What do it's we got for, going on here? For sure, little town. Little town. Little forest right. town. And we got ourselves a lumberjack, most likely. If, if it's mm-hmm. out in the woods, uh, I don't want to keep... I've got to confirm what holly is. Give me one reason. Holly is that uh, the red berries. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. She Googled yeah. it. I see this berry leaf, and that's out in a small mm-hmm. town woods, okay? Yeah. This is not no big city life. I I had to Google what this was. So this is not a city life We're thing. thinking like more Oregon, Washington, right? Because I think that's where Holly lives. I'm going to say... Oh, my God. Can the girl's name be Holly, too? Of course. Of course it can. Are we we'll figure it? that out as we develop okay. our, our movie more. All right. Absolutely. All right. All right. Um, but, yeah. Okay. So, we've got small little pine forest, Holly town. That um, This is where our movie is going to be set, obviously. So, now this town, of course, has to just be a bit, uh, bit odd with their traditions and um, a bit unusual in their uh approach to town life and they don't allow for traditional vehicles of course bad for the environment bad for the people so how do these people of the town transport themselves from area to area they have really good um they have a lot of logs there so they've created some sort of uh like conveyor belt system uh with the logs (laughs) think this is exactly what was going through my mind we share a mind in this (laughs) this is completely splash mountain like they sound you know no no (laughs) no this is splash mountain you're sitting down in a log you get (laughs) there's different ways you can either go on the treadmill logs or you can go on the splash mountain logs there's multiple different ways of transportation but all by log it depends if it has an uphill one obviously you got to go on the splash mountain one it needs some tracks to pull you Mm -hmm. but you know if you've got an easy route you can of course do the conveyor belt if you're just going down the street to the the grocery store conveyor belt that Uh And you can that way you get to make new friends as you share a log together. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you need a singular log, if you need it all for groceries, you just let them know you got one little log coming your way. Yeah. It's a log Amazing. to think about. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best mode of transportation. I need this to be real. I need to live in this movie already. There's a good um, floon. Log floon <laughs> area. Yeah. It, and I imagine this is like a full time job of making these logs, repairing these logs, fixing the yeah. conveyor belt that just runs through. And imagine like how much you can see of your town and enjoy. You're not driving. You're just you're just going through sitting in a log. This <laughs> you have no DMV fees. You don't have anything. You don't yeah. got to learn how to drive. You sit. I think always. we should move to this log town. <laughs> <laughs> Never once need car insurance. And no brakes. No brakes. No traffic. You don't need a brake. You you trust the conveyor belt. Machines have you. Machines and logs. (laughs) I trust in the wood. All right. Let's get back into our adventure. I think our movie is off to a perfect start, though. I can't imagine it, you know, having any trouble from here. Honestly, though, I don't know how we're going to top this Mm. because... I think um, we are missing one thing. Oh, what is that? The points! Oh, yes, you're right. You're right. I completely forgot. Um, For both of your uh, pageant, Christmas performance pageant, whatever you want to call them, memories, 
Um, thank you for sharing with that. You're each going to get 20 points. Um, but I do have to reward this brilliance of pine tra- pine log travel, um, which I just think is absolutely genius on conveyor belts. So you're each going to get 75 points for that as well because absolute genius. Hear me out. Pine, so conveyor belt for most of it. If it's downhill, though, what if we just let the logs go wild what if we just the conveyor belt stops as soon as it's downhill and you just slide slide down down the snow my my serious like thought on this is that the only reason you would go on this conveyor belt is if you're going up going down it's all log baby like it's all log baby you're you're logging it and and that's all where it takes you is where you can we like build little tracks though so it's like almost luge style or something like Mm -hmm. that where it's Mm -hmm. like you're just you know, you can go to different parts to carve around. Yeah, if you like um, lean lean one way, you get into one part of town. Like you can get shopping areas and this. If mm-hmm. you lean that way, if you yes. lean this way, yeah, you go now, to your friend's house. Now we have potential. Yeah, I like this it. is it. It's like sledding, but much more loggy. Okay, absolutely perfect. Let's get back to our adventure so we can um, move forward and keep building our Hallmark Christmas movie. All right, we rolled a 14, which is going to be best NPC. NPC is non-player character. These are all of our interactions with just anyone who doesn't play a major role in our existence. My NPC is going to be, I recently um, flew to go see my parents for Thanksgiving. And uh, it had been a while since I've flown. And I've forgotten, you know, airport life and being able to witness just a gathering of people during a stressful holiday season where they must travel. And you get to um, experience a lot of different types. I really enjoyed watching the moms who were at their wits end, one of which did sit next to me. This is not my NPC, but I did forget about her because she. I sat next to her um, on the way to uh, Arizona and back, and both times wanted to murder her children. And <laughs> it was so entertaining to w- listen to. But um, my NPC is the dude who actually ended up sitting behind me because... Um, he decided, you know, he saw this opportunity as a time to get uh, crossfaded and twisted as hell. <laughs> and he sat down. Um, he was sitting next to a mom and he came up into the fl- flight and he was like, hey, my seat's all the way. I need you to move all your stuff. Mine's the window. I'm the worst person. Please look out for me. And she was like, okay, that's a lot of energy you're coming with. So he sat down and then uh, immediately started complimenting her hair. Which was just normal hair. Um, and he was like, does that have pink in it? And she was like, no, it's blonde. And he was like, no, I, I think there's pink in it. And he, she was like, I assure you, I'm 80. There is no pink in my hair. <laughs> he was like, well, you should consider it. You know, it's never too late. And I was like, yes. This was instantly upon sitting. And I was like, I have a trip ahead of me. This is so exciting. And... um. Eventually, he said some more things, and he was like, it all led to um, her being at, so lost that he was like, I'm sorry. I'm on a lot of pills right now. And he's like, I'm on a lot of pills, and I drank a lot, and I don't really know what's happening. And I was like, great. So when we took off, um, you know, we have to go over the desert, and which means it was nighttime. So this tripped him out because he thought there was a big lake that he did not know existed. Um, <laughs> because it's all dark and there's no lights. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that meant that meant ocean for this boy. <laughs> and um, at this point, he had to call over the flight attendant oh. to 
ask her where we were going because he did not believe we were going to Arizona anymore. And also how this ocean appeared and why is it not on a map? And um, this was a fun conversation for everybody to be like, it's the desert. It's just, it's just the desert, sir. <laughs> You'd be like, no, the desert wouldn't look like that at night. And we were like, same thing, same concept. No lights in the middle of nowhere. It's going to be the same, bro. And um, it was fun. It was fun for this guy and me because I finally had wow. entertainment for this flight. Did he ever like fall asleep? Nope. No? no, he was very distraught about this ocean that appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> when you landed, did he like have relief? Like, oh my God, like now I need to like find out how to swim like or something. Uh, nope. He just got right off and he told the lady to please consider pink hair and walked right off the plane. <laughs> he At least you remember that important detail. Brought it back brought full, full circle. circle. Mm-hmm. He, he was, he was my joy. He was my joy and my anchor. Oh, what a beautiful man. Um, my NPC uh, is also an individual that I came into contact with because I was working with a videographer and he was an interesting man himself because he did not say a lot. I could not tell a lot from his emotions. Um, he said he was extremely stoked and like very excited, but he said it with a dead face and like, <laughs> I didn't really get much out of him. So I wasn't expecting him to talk a lot at the end of the night. At the end of the night, I had just been working for like 20 hours at that point, and I was really tired, and I wanted him to leave because once he left, I could leave. Um, and this boy took forever to pack up and proceeded to tell me about his real estate um, oh, no. adventure Oh no! and how he is renowned as like a good real estate person. Um, oh, no. And he got invited to Australia once, and then he tried to get me on his real estate thing, and I'm like, sir, we need to leave. <laughs> Oh, God. And then um, I told him, I was like, I, I'm like really tired. Like, I'm so sorry. I was like, but we really need to leave. They need us to get out of here. And he's like, OK. And then continued to talk about it. Mm. And when I finally got him to the place where I needed him to be, like gone out of my hair, he's like, oh, you just were with me because you needed me out of you. Like you needed uh, to leave. <laughs> he's like, aren't you tired? I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <gasps> I was so upset. I was like yes <laughs> I, and no i don't want to be in real estate i don't want this you're I at my job you, <laughs> you're here i'm working and i'm trying to get rid of you he, you, are, you are nice but also i can't handle this right now i was with the rest of your team as he was holding us all up from leaving yes. and the reason we got locked into disneyland um yeah and they the all like they everyone agreed at that point that his profile like his like in your system would be updated that you guys cannot schedule him for any night events yeah. like he is a morning person only when you have a short event because yeah. it takes so long to get him to leave he also Jesus. got there way early and was like just chilling and mm. he got there an hour and a half earlier than i told him to hell yeah um which i mean was fine because i got to walk him through a couple more things but like also i just had like it was like having a child and it's like i don't yeah. know i like Come, come with me, because otherwise you can't stay here. You gotta go with us now. You're on this journey. You're on this with me, child. And then I had to get rid of him immediately, send him home. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's my NPC because uh, I did not want a child, and uh, I uh, I received one. It's like a weird video game challenge. Instead of like, like you didn't have to find anything to get him to leave. Like your whole mission was to, to get this man to leave. Yes. Yeah, to just leave. Just please leave wow. me. Please leave me. I- I, I would lose it at that point. You're nicer than me because I just don't think I have it in me to be a yeah. good soul. At no point did I go off on him. When he did leave me, I knew that everyone else was waiting for me. So I ran through a, like a mile 
um, to get back to all of them mm-hmm. in which I think I like pulled something because it was too cold and <laughs> I was running, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to get away. <laughs> I had yeah. to get away. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so my NPC is actually more of Watson, my dog's NPC, but his reaction to this NPC made us both NPCs to the neighbor that witnessed this whole event um because it just turned into like a a series of chaos but watson is my hundred plus pound golden retriever who uh is like really good he he listens pretty well he loves walks and um we we try to get him lots of exercise but recently post thanksgiving his walks are not as enjoyable for him because some of our neighbors have you know just put up their christmas decor and one of them is a pre-lit inflatable inflatable snowman on their lawn quite close to like the sidewalk and um this boy has decided it's not trustworthy it's very scary and it does not need to be passed in any case or oh, circumstance. Um, boy. so <laughs> i this this snowman is my dog's npc because he does not trust it he doesn't know where it came from he can't get close to it like he will not pass it he just bounces around and barks at it like crazy and um, freaks out over it and then I become all of my neighbors NPCs one of whom the first time it happened was totally watching outside her window just I could see her as my dog was like dragging me back and forth across like a bit of the lawn and the sidewalk refusing to pass this snowman um, because he's too chicken and it seems scary so could you go wide is that what you have to do now is go super wide well there were like cars parked right Mm. in front of it so we Mm -hmm. weren't able to so what i had to do because this boy is a dumb boy um first i thought like okay maybe he'll get over it and he'll like sniff it and he'll move on and it'll be all fine but i tried dragging him by it so much and i was just hurting myself because when he does not want to move he just he doesn't move it's it's a big boy so we had to walk backwards, go around the cars oh. that were parked, the two cars. And then even then he still, I had to hold him by like the little handle in his harness and he still had to be like Dragged. opposite side. I had to be close to the snowman and you, he had to be You face the danger. Side. You protect yes. him. <laughs> you protect him. Uh, and then we got past it. We could get back on the sidewalk. And the whole time he just kept walking and looking back at it like, is it going to follow us? I don't no. trust it. Ah. Seems real shady. So, uh, is he yeah. able to love dogs? Is he able to pass it when it's deflated? Well, so it was only like the first three times and just with me. Nick took him out for a walk and he was fine with it. Oh. So I guess he thinks Nick is a better protector than I am because oh. he was just like, okay, dad's here. I could like survive this snowman interaction. And since then he's gotten a little better oh, and he kind of just pauses by it and like watches it for a few minutes and then he'll let me pass it. But um, the first few times was a real nightmare was not a fun experience so oh man i love him <laughs> he just he doesn't trust doesn't trust things all right cassie for your plane npc honestly that's a show that's a gift it was because you were you were entertained and i mean maybe that woman really should have considered dying her hair pink like i didn't get to i didn't get a look choice. at her maybe she would she could rock pink yeah uh so for that you're going to get 50 points and Caitlin, I am so sorry for your suffering. This NPC sounds like they came from, you know, just just out there just to torture you. I know they served a purpose at your job, but I think they were there also to just make you suffer. And for that, you're going to get 50 points as well. 
All right, let's get back into our Hallmark movie creation. Now we need some characters. We need our creation of who they are. Um, So our first main character is going to obviously be the out-of-towner, the person who doesn't belong, the fish out of water. Uh, Will one of you roll a d4 to tell me what this person is, what they do? Yeah, I rolled a four. (laughs) All right, so this is a gourmet chef who just lost the biggest competition of their lives. Ah, no. Tragic. It's like Vanessa Hudgens. That one movie where she's with Vanessa Hudgens and Vanessa Hudgens. (laughs) Is, it, is, is she a baker that about? I think it's the Netflix one. Or is that the... Yeah, she's a baker. One of them's a baker. I, one I've never a seen it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clearly, okay. obviously. She, that's obviously, the one where course. she's a baker, the princess, and the then princess she's a rock switch. star in the third one. Fuck. Yeah. Jesus. That's so good. She, she has three... Three, there's three of her. That's you know, so, it's been, like they saw the baker, the princess one, and then they were like, what if we added the Lizzie McGuire movie to this <laughs> and made her also a rock star? Every movie, there's another Vanessa Hudgens. Like, <laughs> That's all I've ever... When you told us our mission for today's episode, I was like, nothing we create will ever be as good as the Princess Switch <laughs> series. And that's what's been like hanging over me for, th- for this whole one. I don't know. Do they get around via log on you know tracks going uphill or conveyor belts or losing downhill not yet no. give them give them a couple princesses though <laughs> who knows <laughs> all right and cassie will you roll a d4 to determine who our other main character the local is yes i rolled a three again all right so this is the um burnt out widow who doesn't believe in love or christmas fuck yeah it is fuck yeah it is so we got a baker and a widow a sad mm-hmm. widow and a baker i love it a sad baker too they just lost the biggest competition oh, in their lives we've got sad some sad people, people. Mm. yeah sad, saddies with baddies <laughs> <laughs> all right caitlin what would you like to name our gourmet chef who lost the big competition um let's see rob hurt because he hurts inside rob hurts, rob hurts. <laughs> <laughs> all right cassie what would you like to name our burnt out widow who doesn't believe in love or christmas holly name her holly the holly <laughs> holly who the town is magically named after mm-hmm. right it's rob it's hurt family. and holly <laughs> <laughs> beautiful all right one last detail to add uh before we get back into our adventure uh what's the conflict what how do they interact how do they meet what's what are they enemies to lovers I, are they immediately friends i definitely involving the logs yeah. for sure were you gonna say they crash into each other yeah hear me out on this one okay the baker trying to rebuild um his confidence mm-hmm. has b- baked something in his like airbnb or wherever he's staying and he's traveling mm-hmm. via log obviously to give it to i don't know the friend that he made in town and um when he leaves his log he forgets about the cake leaves it on the seat and Holly sits on it oh. as he goes oh. back for it. So now she's got cake all over her and his creation is ruined and he's, yeah. his baking mm-hmm. excitement is crushed again. His, Maybe his he whole- was trying to deliver it to like a... a like a job. A, like a it was a that, job. Yeah. It, it was for like a review or a job or a career yeah. change. Yeah. And now he could bring in her ass and be like, you yeah. can eat this piece off her ass and see how I did. <laughs> can you picture it? It's right here, I swear. <laughs> it had more shape at one point. It's a little more smushed right now, but it's still going to taste good off that ass. <laughs> <laughs> Even better, some sake. <laughs> All right. So we've got conflict. We've got character's name. Holly's got cake on her butt. we got a lot of progress. And Rob hurts. And still- Rob still hurts. <laughs> beautiful let's get back into our adventure before we see how this 
Beautiful, beautiful Christmas movie ends. All right, I rolled a two, which is Caitlin's number. Caitlin's our animal expert, and Cassie likes to challenge her. All right, Caitlin. This one was sent in by our good friend Books. She found a beautiful one. Uh, just never heard of her before. Never heard of Books. <laughs> never heard. All right. The animal this week that I want to learn about is the Wabigong. And I can spell that. Uh, W-O-B-B-E-G-O-N-G. Wabigong. Okay. Oh, you want to learn about that? Oh, ha, ha, it's been so long. I forgot. I need to tell you all about this Wabagong. Uh The Wabagong um, is located in forests in Central Asia. And the Wabagong is a beautiful bird. Uh, has beautiful red and yellow feathers. The crazy thing about this guy, though, is that his feathers um, are coarse and they rub together to create a beautiful noise um, that is percussion-like um, because they are coarse and rough. And the Wabagong um, plays its feathers throughout the forest. It sounds uh, similar to uh, to this noise I'm about to make. And that's the legs or the, the, the feathers rubbing together? That is the coarse feathers rubbing together <laughs> okay. as yeah. it's flying through the forest. Uh-huh. And wow. um, yeah, the reason it makes that noise, it's not for mating, which usually I go to the mating call, mm-hmm. um, but it's actually not. It is uh, to claim territory. Uh, and it usually claims a portion of a tree. Um, they're like apartment living animals is what they're known as. Um, so uh-huh. um, they like their condos. They like having the upper and the lower uh, portion of a tree. So they they make that noise to claim their upper. And then when they see someone getting low, getting down to the lower area, they you just hear the. the and then um, and that's how they get it. And it's so you're like, saying they're noisy neighbors. Yeah. And whoever has is the noisiest gets that portion of the tree. Yeah. Can one bird get a whole tree if they are loud enough? If they forget that they um, don't own the, the center. With the center. They only like, want the top and the bottom. They don't want the center. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Obviously. The, oh, so, obviously. But one bird could have the top and the bottom to themselves. Yeah. Yep. That's I have the to goal. Say, if we were all three of these birds, you would have a whole tree to yourself. I would be very confused. So, yes. <laughs> it's a confusing concept, but, you know. Um, most birds are really good at remembering that they want both top and bottom, but they're not great at remembering which tree is theirs. So mm. that's why there's a mm. lot of conflict and a lot of noise in these forests. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Wabba gong. Wabba gong indeed. <laughs> it clearly made the gong noise. Uh, yep. Just, just like a gong. Uh, I, what I have here is a little different than what you have. There is, um, I believe there's like 12 species of these. So maybe one is just entirely a bird that lives mm-hmm. in a different, um, habitat completely but what i know is it's the common name uh given to a species of carpet sharks and they are bottom dwelling sharks okay they spend most of their time just hanging out on the seafloor they're chill little dudes who just kick it on the ground uh they're often referred to as carpet sharks because of their bold prints uh so like imagine your grandma's house Uh uh-huh and like that little fucked up carpet with like weird little print almost paisley in there like old Uh 70s vibe yep, yep yep now picture that as a shark and you're stepping on it, it's on the ground, there's your shark. That's the carpet shark. Really? It's even, yeah. it's like more of a carpet because it also has little um, whisker thingies that are around its little mouth. Little tassels. Little tassels and things. They use it as like sensory stuff. And that makes it, you know, of course, look even more fuzzy like a carpet. And, um. I see. Wah, but gone. Wah, but gone. 
And yeah, they're chill dudes, but they are like, you know, like you feel like you could probably like ride him. You see Carpet Shark and like, I think it's the Aladdin effect. They're like, I want to ride that little guy. And there are multiple people who cite like if you, if they do end up biting you, um, they have a bunch of little teeth. So you got to like, kind of like pry them off of you because they just like kind of, they kind of like stay in there. They're bitey boys. They're They're bitey boys. They're still, they still are indeed sharks. But yeah, if you do mistake them as a carpet, they will not like it. Yeah, they're also like super flexible too. So if you just, just go after the little tail, they can like turn the whole body and still bite you. What? I did not know that. Caitlin also just showed me a photo. I saw a photo where the shark looked pretty chill and happy. And she yeah. showed me a mound of dirt on the ground with a mouth and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like what she is showing me. Oh, that's me. the first one I saw. That's how I discovered this beautiful creature, and I love it. It I, looks like his face has grown out of the ocean floor. It, yeah. It looks uh, like a cartoon. It doesn't look like mm-hmm. real. It look, There's like a it's center beautiful. divider in the in the face, and there are two eyes like, protruding on the side. This is probably the only deep ocean creature that doesn't terrify me. I need Eli does on this shit. Does not terrify you? Does not terrify me. He just looks what? so dumb. No. Even that mound one? If I fucking yeah. went scuba diving and I saw this motherfucker's face looking you know, at me. They rarely attack and every single person who's been attacked by one has lived. So, like, honestly, not as scary as every other deep creature thing. And they just look real, they look real, like, real funky and I love them. So. Oh, God, no. Nope. But I do need more facts from Eli, who is our, um, our, our certified animal boy. Certified animal boy. <laughs> Um, he is at the Galapagos right now, but he'll come back and he'll tell us all about it. <laughs> Being a certified animal boy, of course, at the Obviously. Galapagos. Like, where else would you be? Would you, all right. Caitlin, I do love the noisy birds that you told us about. Um, I will have to look more into those because I don't know much about them. So for that attempt, you are going to get 15 points. And Cassie, thank you for uh, telling us all about the other Wabagong that other people might be more familiar with. You're going to get an additional five points for that thank you all right now we have to finish off our movie the town decides they need a big event right everyone's sad we've got a recently sad rob hurt moved to the town (laughs) um we've got a small burnt out window widow who doesn't believe in love or christmas holly she's just real down on life and so the town comes together and is like listen we've got two sad people and that is two more than our entire town can handle how (laughs) do they decide to make these people happy it's uh well the reason that rob hurt was in town was yes to do that one cake job but he also has a bigger cake job they have the christmas tree lightning festival and he's going to be baking the big christmas tree cake it Mm -hmm. looks like a christmas Mm -hmm. tree and now that he's learned of the the floon the 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 troubles with his travels in this town he needs holly's help in order to get this Christmas tree to this Christmas lighting ceremony. Oh, he already like built this massive tree cake. Yeah. And is he doesn't want try- Holly's help because obviously she crushed his last one, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. she's indebted to him. So she is like, I need to help you. I, I need to figure uh, out how so she's pushing herself onto him to make up her. Yeah. Her boo-boo from before for her boo-boo. And like, they realize that their sadness together makes one big happy person, which is Rob Hurt and Holly. Two sads equals a happy? Yeah, it's like math. Uh-huh. Yeah, when you do okay. that, like it's like the negative negative equals positive, right? It's Rob Hurt plus Holly equals positive. Happy. Happy. That's I, I know that is science. Okay, can I add something? Yes, absolutely. To reinforce the tree to get it down, 
Holly has made a perfect log for it um, uh-huh. for the Christmas tree, like a stand for it, but also like a casing. So she made like a log, like um, like one of those crystal So in casings. this case, Holly yeah. is the lumberjack. Holly is the lumberjack. She's Good. the one who okay. knows the trees. She's of the trees. She's of the trees. Mm-hmm. Rob Hurt is the baker boy. And how else can he make a perfect Christmas tree without knowing the true story behind the trees? Exactly. Which Holly has to explain, like, this is how we protect our cakes in this town. And then the tree gets its own fucking log. Beautiful. And it logs its way to the Christmas tree lighting ceremony. And they successfully are able to partner and get this cake on this log that Holly made for this Christmas tree cake. To the ceremony, and it sails on a on a conveyor belt into into the middle of town where the celebration yes. is happening. Yep, yep, yep. I would like to say Beautiful. it goes down a hill, down to the center. Yes. They just send yes. it off to the yeah. middle. Yes, I, I. That's exactly how I pictured it. All right, so now we've got Holly and Rob Hurt. They are they've built up to their teamwork. They have um, just honestly made the best of their situation and found joy together because two sads make a happy. Um, so now we need the final moment, the final town get together um, at this huge tree lighting ceremony where his tree cake is also existing. That's going to lead to their, you know, their kiss moment, their kiss and find love forever moment. So I need each of you to roll a D4 to determine what happens at this huge event. I rolled a one and I rolled a two. Yes. Perfect. So as they get into town, they tuck the cake safely away and the town breaks out into the annual huge snowball fight and they battle out with these snowballs. They destroy everything but the cake, of course. And as they're battling, no one notices a secret stage that's suddenly being put up, lights, everything, getting all ready. And a band that was super popular 20 years ago comes to surprise the town and put on a huge performance. And that is where... Holly and Rob Hurt dust off their snow, slow dance, and have a nice kiss together. Oh, wow. snowball fight and dance. Can I? Snowball it's always a dance. dance. Can I add that there's like a, a wood cutting competition there at this thing? There's like a lot of oh, yeah. wood activities. Absolutely. You make cutting. ornaments out of wood. You make tree stands out of wood. Um, little, all sorts of little knickknacks that are all Christmas themed, of course, because this town just thri- thrives and lives for Christmas and Christmas only. A log splitting um, competition. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got to stay warm this winter. So, mm-hmm. you know, who's the best at it? Who are you going to call when you need more wood? Mm-hmm. Uh, Holly. Abs- Holly. Holly, obviously. She is. And who are you going to call when you need some delicious cupcakes? Rob Hurt. Rob Hurt. <laughs> They've come together. They're going to save this whole town from any future problem. Um, they're just, they're, they're going to be the power couple that everyone looks up to. And remembers that uh, two sides make a happy. Yes! No. Science. <laughs> All right. Oh, I think that is it for our um our beautiful Christmas movie Pining After You and I really do think uh Hallmark should pick this one up. I think it's a gem. I think we need to uh see it on the big screen or at least the home screen. Someday. At least bring the conveyor belt logs to life. It's all we ask. Yeah. Put conveyor belt exactly. logs in a town. Um so with that huge success of creating our perfect Hallmark Christmas movie, can we continue those successes and talk about our successes from the past weeks, week? It might be from a little while ago just because we missed a week. My first success, I guess, is just going to be that I um, replaced my broken computer. 
Uh, got a brand new one. It is space gray for everybody. It's charcoal. It, please. It is space gray and you must respect the name of the color. It is space gray. Um, yep. <laughs> so, okay. So that's one of the your successes, right? Do you have any others? <laughs> no, go for it. Oh, Okay, I didn't. I wanted to go after you because I thought you were gonna do this one too. Uh, but Cassie and I got to uh, like work in Disneyland. Hell yeah! And it was legit as shit. And not only did we get to work in Disneyland, we got to work in Star Wars Land. And we were we bumped shoulders with well, Cassie legit bumped shoulders with Mark Hamill, aka Luke Skywalker. Yes. Um. So I think that's a huge success for you. Yeah, I literally um I was trying to uh help another person and somebody ran into me and I turned and it was Mark Hamill and we both got uh set down a different path of um panic confusion. and confusion. His was almost like a uh, set in dementia, which was <laughs> um <laughs> kind of set him off down a red carpet very confusedly. And me it was like, Holy shit, Mark Hamill and then everybody else was like, Get the fuck out of the way, you just touched <laughs> touch Mark Hamill and um yeah, it was amazing. It was Oh, it's such a lit day. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I was standing right next to the red carpet. And then behind me was Mark Hoppus from Blink-182. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, what? what is this? What is this life? It was a gathering of Marks. <laughs> um, they are the raddest. Also. The Hamble, the Hoppus, the favorites. Mary Lou, Mary Lou is Mark's wife, what? right? Yeah. Uh, during the event, I got to stand next to her. Um, she is a gym. And she also um, is just simultaneously exasperate, exacerbated. Yeah. And, like, in love with Mark, um, whenever she would go off on a tangent, she was just like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, this is what I expected. <laughs> that's the appropriate reaction. I feel like if you are married to Mark Hoppus, that's the only way. Mark Hamill. Or, or Mark Hamill, sorry. She's too many Marks. Yeah. If you so are many married marks. to Mark Hamill, that's the only way to, like, exist. You've got to be exacerbated and thrilled and in love mm-hmm. yeah, at all times. And they've been married for a long time. Uh, so that's one of my successes. Uh, we also got to ride the ride Rise of the Resistance. Like the Disneyland cast members like walked us onto the ride yeah. because the land was closed for the event. So they're like, everyone who's working, go and play on the ride. And it was the most incredible ride I've ever been on in my life. It was so cool. Um, so Cassie and I got to ride it together. And uh, no joke, like like my life has changed because of that ride. It was so fucking cool. It's like not even a ride you walk through. There's like, it's crazy. It, it's if you have the opportunity to ride it, fucking do it. If not, and you're not near any Disney parks, you're not going, watch it online because it's incredible. It's so good. Um, so that's one of my successes, like a multitude of them. Uh, also, I went to San Diego Comic-Con and LA Comic-Con. Oh, hit the cons. Uh, hit the fucking con. San Diego Comic-Con was lit as shit. I almost cried because it was back and like yeah there wasn't like all the tv like in entertainment people there that are normally there but just being around the same people and everyone just being so excited to be there it was uh really cool and i was dressed as squirrel girl and i had a whole group of people wanted to take pictures with me because not many people cosplayed and everyone like talked to me about squirrel girl and it was a it brought me to life and then at LA Comic Con, I happened to run in, not run into, i met john leguizamo and zachary levi and i invited them to my wedding and um they both were very freaked out by me so that's kind of like a fail but like i don't think they're coming um but they have to come they have to come they have the invitations in hand both of them and i did tell them why i invited each one of them john leguizamo my fiance's last name is leguizamo they are indeed related he actually knew john leguizamo knew who my fiance was and like was able to put the family tree together that was pretty cool but he also didn't sound like he was coming to the wedding (laughs) so (laughs) 
<laughs> so yeah, those are all my successes. I think. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. All right. Uh, my success is going to just sound so much less exciting after that, but I haven't been able to talk about this one. Um, but I got to go to New Hampshire recently. I got to travel out there. It snowed, which was kind of cool and lots of fun. Um, and I got a ton of shopping done because in New Hampshire, there's no sales tax and it was Black Friday and it was empty as hell. Um, so that's my success is I got pretty much all my Christmas shopping done. Fuck you. As of right now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, congrats. Yay. Yay. (laughs) No, legit. So jealous, though. So jealous. (laughs) Listen. I have 13 people in my immediate family, and I'm sorry Ooh. for either of you. So I have to buy like four whole presents this year. So um, could yeah. you take pity on me? Listen. I don't think I'm going to get my brothers anything this year, which I'm fine with. <laughs> when you have to shop like I do, you have to like get it done early. Otherwise, you will have no money um, yeah. to do it later. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but those were excellent successes. Uh, and thank you for making a great Hallmark Christmas movie with me. Um, and now I feel like we should get into our point totals. Caitlin, can you tell us how the points stack up? Why, of course, at the bottom of the leaderboard with, I'm sorry, at the bottom of the leaderboard with 81,252 points is going to be Cassie. In the middle of the leaderboard with 84,283 points is Books. And at the top of the leaderboard with 85,990 points is me. We're going to work on that. It was hard to get damaged this one because it was a Hallmark film and it was all about fun. But, yeah. but you know, we're going we're gonna to work on that. All right. Thank you for those point uh, totals. And um, hopefully things will change in the near future. All right. If you want some great things, we can't give you – well, we could give you experience points. But I don't know if they'd have the same effect as they do on this show, uh, anyone who's listening. But we can give you other stuff. All you got to do is go over and – Go over to Apple Podcasts, write us a five-star review. Let us know you wrote us a review, and we will send you some free dice and stickers. Both are very cool, very fun, um, and will mean a lot to you, and the review will mean a lot to us, so it's a win-win-win. You can let us know you wrote us an awesome review by going over to our social media uh, platforms. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Unnatural20s. Uh, Go ahead and send us a message, and while you're there, go ahead and, you know, like the page, like our posts, follow us talk to us answer some you know uh let us know any questions uh things you want us to talk about because when we roll number 10 on our dice that correlates to number 10 on our adventure log and we answer any questions you send in if that's not enough of us you can get some more all you got to do is go over to patreon.com slash until 20s we've got blog posts content uh all sorts of things that you can join and get more of us for as little as a dollar a month now we are at that point where I need to see who's going to be our DM for our next episode. And I believe it can be all three of us, which yeah, is kid. exciting. So I'm going to go ahead and roll for myself. I rolled a 15. Whoa, so that's pretty high. Pretty good. I'm using some new dice that Caitlin got me. Um, and nice. they're amazing. And I'm feeling pretty good about them. Caitlin, I'm going to roll for you next. Okay. You rolled a four. So I don't think okay. these dice like you. All right. That's fine. Cassie. I'm go back to you. Cassie, we rolled an 18. These guys are pretty high so far. Um, Cassie will be our next DM, so you'll definitely want to check in next episode for her episode and send in any follow-up questions so she can um, answer them on next week's episode. 
This show is very proud to be part of the Scavengers Network. If you like our show, you should definitely check out Spooky Spouses. They just came back from a brief hiatus, and they've got some new episodes coming out. Uh, it's the most wonderful little joyous couple, and they talk about all things spooky, all things haunted, but in a way that even Caitlin, who hates spooky things, can listen to their shows. So, no, not really. I thought you had listened to some. Never mind. They're spooky. The beginnings. The beginnings. I listen. I listened to the beginning of them and I enjoyed a lot. They're wonderful. So you should definitely check out Spooky Spouses unless you're a little afraid or give them a go. The beginnings are delightful, even if you can't listen to the whole thing. You can find that show, our show, and so much more on scavengersnetwork.com. This has been Unnatural 20s. Tune in next week for a new adventure on Monday. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.